going on, everybody? Hello, Sarah. Hello, Josh. Now that, when you say it like that, it sounds weird. <laughs> it's your it's, name, right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> the way you said it. Uh, Josh? Uh, anyway, guys, welcome, welcome. Season 2, episode 6, guys and gals. Uh, 6 already? This is flying. Episode 6, it is. It is just flying. Mm-hmm. Felling like gelling like a foot. No, that didn't work. Anyway, how have you been? How's your week? How's your week? Been good. Not too good. much new. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a good thing. Routine. Routine is good. Routine and structure is good. Although boring, it can be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, last week we talked about character building and backstories, and our guest was Juan Perez. It was a good show. Good show. Uh, glad everybody made it, and glad to see everybody filing in again for this week's episode. Uh, we talked a little bit about um, character building and backstories and delved into Juan's backstory a little bit and why uh, character building and backstories are very important to uh, RP. Um, this week we decided, uh, we haven't had, uh, criminal RP as a topic yet. We've had cops. We've had two cops, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. one topic was Leo RP specifically, and then the next guest just so happened to be, uh, a cop himself, old Juan. Um, so we decided to go criminal RP this week. And at the time that our guest was chosen, it made sense, right? Well, We're going to mix things up just a little bit. Uh, I should, I'm slacking on my sliders here. Let me get my sliders out. Criminal RP, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, but like I said, there we go. It, it made sense at the time, but I'm, I'm warming up my Bruce Buffer voice. Kind of funny now. <laughs> <clears throat> He's 26 years old from Chicago, works in law enforcement, <laughs> been into GTA RP since 2016. That's a long time, buddy. Interested. Mm -hmm. Got into it after he got bored playing COD and other mainstream games like that, like some of us did uh, along the way. And his brother introduced him into it. He loves his newfound hobby of motorcycle riding and loves to work on cars and go to the shooting range. Favorite movies are the John Wick series. It says he'll listen to everything, but we'll see about that. We'll get to that later. Everything. (laughs) Nobody listens to everything. Not everything. Um, he can be quoted as frequently saying, what in the cinnamon toast fuck? (laughs) That's right. What in the cinnamon toast fuck? Many of you know him as Michael Stone. Some more of you know him now as, uh, Colonel Lucas Morales. So please everybody, uh, join us in welcoming Michael to the show. To the show. What's up, everybody? This is where everybody's supposed to cheer. Ah. Uh, that was my bird call. Uh, sorry, I gave it my best. <laughs> hey, for effort. <laughs> well, Michael, welcome. We're glad to have you. Glad to have you. Everybody in the chat. We got two boos and one woo. Thank so we got, a, we got a cinnamon toast. Fuck are these boos about? We got a boo we woo boo. For a year, give him a year. Come on. I yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you can do that because I just noticed upon starting this that I cannot use my soundboard while I'm on stage here, and that's upsetting. Discord, if you watch this for some reason, and I know you're not going to, 
You need to Everybody fix that. Everybody tag Discord. <laughs> Everybody tag Discord right now. Right now. Right now. We're going to bully Discord into letting this happen like they bullied, uh, what was it, Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, and they changed the whole damn movie, basically. Well, well the yes, graphics, anyway. That's That was that was pretty cool, got to say. Got to say. Um. Anyway, if you would like to, uh, sometimes there are people here that may not know your characters or may not have interacted with your characters. If you want to give us a recap of your characters, we have your most prominent one noted here already, but uh, that's just because of the topic, so... Uh yeah, so I currently have three characters that I play. Michael Stone and Lucas Morales are my mains. Michael is the uh Sinister Sons Sergeant at Arms, and Lucas is the Colonel for the San Andreas Highway Patrol. <clears throat> and then the third one is Abel Davis. Abel he, Davis. He, I Abel haven't even met that one. He's only been I've only had him in a handful of times. Um he's a sixteen year old shithead. Mm. Oh. Um, so right now he's, uh, of course on the grind trying to make some money. He drives, should, uh, good. I was going to say, you should reach out to uh Jim for tips on that, because if anybody knows how to play a young shithead, <laughs> oh, Zane. <laughs> Zane, yeah. yeah, so he's got an interesting story. He was, uh, he grew up to grew up in a gang family, um, in, 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 in Chicago, in the South side of Chicago. And uh, his parents got killed in a huge drive-by while they were having an, a barbecue in the front yard with all the friends and family and uh, associates, if you will, over. Um, his aunt took custody, took, uh, yeah, quote, quote, associates. Associates. <laughs> For those that can't see, I'm doing air quotes here. <laughs> his aunt uh, got, uh, uh, she took him in and then. CPD was setting up to raid their house. And uh, the leader of the gang made him get on a plane to try to protect some sort of his life ahead of him. Uh, he fought back, but it, he ultimately ended up getting on the plane and going to San Andreas. All right. That's an interesting story. Mm -hmm. And so now he's like this lost 16-year-old, no adult supervision. <laughs> back to his old back to the ways that he was living in chicago he's breaking into houses like stealing cars he's looking for he's looking for dope to sell and he's carrying a gun that he stole from a house that he, he's carrying a gun that he stole from a house loaded with ammo that he stole from dane Jeez. you sound like my grandfather <laughs> messing with that damn dope <laughs> damn dope <laughs> but uh my, my main character is uh michael stone and how he started as a cop a few years a few years ago, and then uh, so now he's just now he's full fledged criminal. You know that's funny. I, no. I I find that very interesting about Michael because I do remember that, but but yeah. having interacted with him now as Desmond, I don't see any shred of of police left in Michael whatsoever, except for maybe mm -hmm. a little bit of honor and dignity. <laughs> um, the honor, the dig dignity, and integrity are some of the things that he tries to hold on to. Um, he's honest to a fault. He holds respect very close. Um, but his time, you know, in nine months, he made it up to uh, LSPD captain. And the consistency that he saw was just a, a failed justice system. Right. Was... And, and it, it, it's, it was, well, it was between a failed justice system and cops that weren't 
doing it for the right reasons. You know, taking bribes, stealing drugs, doing doing stuff left and right that they really shouldn't be doing. And and he was standing there, kind of felt like a one man army. And he was like, "Well, it was one of those like, well, at this point, I'm no better than the rest. It's all failed. There's nothing I can do about it. <clears throat> so it was either join them or." Or, or get left or get left in the dust and so he he went he decided to explore that route of the criminal life and he had already had a past with it and so he fell right back into it with no problem that's was he was that part of just his backstory or was he actually a leo in a city i was trying to remember i don't think he didn't work no, on arlo I, at all did he no i never knew him as a cop so like his childhood was god awful and it it went from running around in the streets to trying to do right to back to running around in the streets but he was only he was a cop i think it was two servers ago so when when he came into into the the last server he was freshly out of being a being a cop got it okay so a lot of people looked at him and were like i feel like you're a cop and it's because he had just like he had just left that line of work. Yeah. It, him and Bobby go way back. <clears throat> okay. All right. He remembers Bobby as Jimmy, as James Harris. That's crazy. Um, he was mm-hmm. telling me that his character was originally named James Harris. And I'm like, well, that's funny. Cause we have a James Harris, Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy shout out. If you're out there, I hope you're okay, brother. <laughs> but yeah, his, uh, his backstory was like, Pops got killed when he was six. Mom went down the rabbit hole of drugs and prostitution and addiction. Blew through all the money. Got arrested. He got taken. He was foster home to foster home all his life. And uh, could never maintain a group of friends. So, like, trust for him has always been something difficult. And as he's worked his way through and made more friends and ultimately landed where he is now, like, he's learned it's okay to trust a little bit. It's okay to put that faith in people. Um, Cause just like he, he, just like he tries to prove himself, the the group that he's running with proves themselves to him too. You know, I, they've all taken both for each other. They've all taken charges for each other. And I definitely noticed that hesitance in the beginning, because if you remember, you know, Des was, he wanted Michael to come on board, but at the same time, he didn't want to press the issue. But, uh, I, you definitely showed that hesitance uh, very well. And, and not only with... that, he didn't really want to do the MC life again mm-hmm. because yeah. of how the last MC was. He wanted to do like the street gang, but I'm glad it went the way it did. And they're like a big family now. Yeah, there were initially talks of him and Heron starting up the uh, the Crips. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Heron, we're, we're going to mm-hmm. start the Crips. And I roll, think Obama was interested our, our in it too, right? Yep. Yeah, we, we, we were real close to having a top three. We just never executed on the plan. Happens. Uh, yeah. Just and you know how what different I'm, everything would have went if you guys would have did that. Yeah, everything would have gone really, really different. Um. You know, that's something that we were leaning heavily towards because both Heron and Michael were in an MC before, before coming here, right? Mm-hmm. 
So they, they both yeah. went through similar experiences and they really grew. They Heron and Michael really bonded and grew that connection. Um, they became best friends because they always did jobs together. They, they, they learned how to act from each other. They, they really supported each other. And so for a while, like those two were inseparable best friends. If there was a job to be done, they were doing it together. They were running together. They were shooting together. Boogie would have <laughs> Boogie would have made a street gang character. So I got one now. He's sixteen years old and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so we, you know, in the week leading up to each episode, we open up discussion for the next week's topic and just, just try to field mm-hmm. some input from the community and uh direction on topics and it kind of helps guide the episode. Well, um, I think the most notable thing that came up, and it was probably the very first thing that came up, was the differences between Criminal RP and Leo RP. And there are some pretty vast mm-hmm. differences there. Um, it's night and day. What would you say is the hardest thing about each side? Uh, I, I want to focus more on Criminal RP. That's our topic, uh, and Michael. But uh, I do mm-hmm. think that the topic is relevant, The um no absolutely the difficulties of each side right yeah i mean i'm going to be honest with you for me with 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 my irl line of work separating in city from irl when i'm on morales is difficult because i'm because for me my mindset is like okay this is how something is right now and this is how it needs to be and here's the steps that i should take um but LEO RP definitely is, <clears throat> it's difficult because you're held to higher standards, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, people are going to talk shit. People are going to poke at you. People are going to do things that would rightfully so irritate you. And, and we, we just got to kind of have to stand there and take it to some degree. You know, you could always bite back. You could always bite back. But something that we need to think about is what is that going to lead to? Whereas when you're playing a criminal RP, you can, you could bite back all you want. You can create a a huge scene, have a massive shootout in the street. And it's like, yeah, that's expected. It's two rival criminals going, going at, going at each other's neck. And right now they're, they're fighting for to be the top dog. On the flip of that, depending Mm -hmm. on how the org is set up, there could Mm -hmm. be repercussions for your actions, depending on how, you know, it's structured and everything too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's like, you know, Sinister has their Bible. So Sinister's Bible is their SOP, whereas law enforcement has their SOP. And each, right. really, you know, each org should have their own set of SOP or rules or their Bible or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, and and punishments. Yeah. yeah. And punishments set forth for things that, that are of detriment to the organization. Yeah, no, I, I agree because, you know, one, one wrong move could bring all attention on the organiza- organization. Yeah. And, and we saw how that played out once. Mm-hmm. And you got so much to lose. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. part of the other point is, is just how much goes into the beginning stages of an org. <clears throat> you know, you got your 
it's just hunting and hunting and gathering grind. Yeah, you're gathering materials. You're looking for yeah. locations to make illegal items. You're trying to figure out the jobs and the heists and how they work. It's a lot of a lot of planning, a lot of setup. Yeah, um, and really, you're... the punishment for a, a crime in an org is way worse than like a cop would get. A cop isn't mm -hmm. going to get killed in a field. <laughs> You know, bled out. Hung by his toenails. Maybe right. gonna get a little slap on the wrist from their high command. So uh, it's a lot harder to be a touch criminal. on that. That all that that also depends on who's in the high command positions, right? That's true. Um, and I've seen a lot but, of different mm -hmm. some things it's appropriate for just a slap on the wrist. Um, but at the same time you also gotta factor like I said, who's in that high command position, right? Because Orgs, gangs, MCs might have a blood out. Um, departments will have, you know, standards that they go by. You know, first it starts with a write-up, and and it, and it goes with like a, a strike or a suspension. Um, and then it goes to administrative leave, maybe, and then it goes to termination, which ultimately takes away their job. And then then the, the their le their their cop RP their LEO RP is gone, right? All right. Unless they go somewhere else. Um, whereas in, in a criminal organization, like you could get blood out from your org and you can go join another one or yep. go start one of your own if you if you can get the, mm -hmm. the, the, the back the backing support from it. And that's one of the difficult parts about it too is maintaining that, making sure that you write that you make the right moves. There, it's easy to make the wrong the wrong wrong choice in the heat of the moment well i think the biggest thing to remember too is regardless of which side you're on and as is in you know the real world every action has a consequence um and yeah. i think sometimes we suspend that belief just because you know at, at its core of course it's a video game so you know maybe we suspend that belief or forget that for a moment but if you are into long-term and long-form RP, then all of your actions have consequence that will echo through the rest of your character's story. And I think that's what a lot of people enjoy the most about RP. And then, you know, you have some that, that don't think about that. But that's, you know, if you're going for realism, guys, I, you know, think about these long-term, the, the ripple effects, as we'll call it. Um, yeah. You know, every, every action has a consequence and, and it affects everybody else in your general vicinity just as it would in yeah. the real world 100% yeah and i mean another even another difficulty right like you mentioned when you're starting a new organization you're looking for stuff right mm -hmm. when you when you get hired yeah. on at a, at a department all of your gear is provided for you in rp you get your gun you get your ammo you get body armor you get tools uh, you get the evidence kit if, if they have if they have that are that that script for it you get the whole kit to do so much with you get the car and you don't all you have to do is walk your head walk your ass to the station and apply and then an interview right? yeah and then, and then like and then, with sinister <laughs> when we first started we didn't know anything like right. we had how, to make connections and learn mm -hmm. stuff and hunt and how for many, hours and hours how many times have 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 we gotten on dirt bikes or cliffhangers or off-road vehicles and gone across 
Oh man! Went through every every alley, looked for any any open door, gone over mm-hmm. mountains and into little little freaking crevices and onto really, the beaches. Really, all that it kind of brought us all closer Absolutely. in RP because we were all doing it together. We're learning it together, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when we found something, it was like a big deal. Right, yeah. we celebrated. Celebrate! Take the boat out. Wait, I hadn't bought a boat yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, because then you then you weigh out the. The risk to reward right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we, we spent all this time to we spent all this time to find these things so now what's going to happen if we get caught and we after hitting a, this bank or after after hitting the jewelry the vangelico right um <clears throat> how much time went into making the guns to break the cases how much time went into making the drills the laptops the whole nine yards mm-hmm. and you, how much time went into finding that stuff well, and if you went the extra mile and you came up with costumes and documents and you went even further, I mean, that just, you're just compounding more and more time just for one yeah. uh, scene or robbery or wh- whatever you choose to call it. it. It's a lot. It really is. And I think that sometimes people forget that. And it's, again, a reason I always urge you to try both sides. Maybe not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's capable of, of that type of separation. And that's okay. But, you know, if you've been playing a criminal for two years, why don't you take a break from that one and, you know, uh, check out the Leo side. And just, you know, that way it gives you a good idea of how. It's a good idea. Even if you Mm -hmm. don't want to do the cop stuff, even just go to ride along on another character just to see how much goes Mm -hmm. in on both sides. Mm -hmm. Because the cops do a ton and so do the criminals. I think one good week at a minimum for both sides will give you somewhat of an understanding but in that week if 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 it's only one week that you're giving it you're not going to get the time to develop those relationships you're not like it's not going to be enough enough time to to understand all the ins and outs of of both of them right because they both have their challenges without a doubt i would say criminals a little bit harder because you have to find everything they're they're both very difficult and and different for different reasons i would say um mm-hmm. some of the stuff you have to tolerate as a leo can be frustrating 100 um, percent. Yeah. i've been on plenty of scenes where you know it's like i, I, I fly out and i'm like man that was you know that was it felt intense but mm-hmm. uh, i think mm-hmm. you should also understand if you go into that that should be also expected you're not um you know, realistically, you're not going to, a criminal's not going to thank you for arresting them. They're not going to, no. you, you know, you're, you're threatening their livelihood and, and everything about it. So they're yeah. really not going to be. Um, well, yeah. When you, when you arrest a criminal, you're not only are you arresting them and sending them to jail, you're pulling them away from the community. You're taking their items. You're re- restricting their access to their freedoms entirely old old stephanie was kind of a an odd one because she liked being arrested by cops <laughs> way back when <laughs> how could i forget it? <laughs> oh, and it's it's weird because it's not weird it's you know all the time that goes into those to that planning into the prep and then you know if you you, you screw up when you're running it's all gone the money is gone you know, I remember when I was uh, when when I was still paying for the widow with the uh, stone. I was selling coke left and right. 
like it was like mm-hmm. it was like it was hotcakes. And uh, I know that if I would have gotten caught, especially with some of the amounts that I would go out there with, it would set that would have set me back so much. Well, that's the thing. Not, you, never... not only do you, not only do you lose what you acquired from the heist or the robbery, but you also lose more money um, mm-hmm. because of the charges. Um, I've never really cared if I like lost or was caught. I just wanted the RP to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a criminal and you just get caught and thrown in jail, it, you're kind of losing out on some good RP you could have. You know, right? I think like, where's the conversation? With and it, this. Right? This just kind of hit me earlier today. I was thinking about it and the way I think I might look at it going forward is that your um, criminals create the RP on the front end by setting up for the heist, for doing the heist, for setting their outfits, their documents, coming up with a story. So they're setting the stage. That's your front end RP. And then the Leos come in in the middle there and then they usually take the, you know, the back end rp mm-hmm. uh with the investigation the evidence collection and if your if your server has doj then you even go even even further with courtroom rp so i think that's yeah. kind of where mm-hmm. the handoff comes in is that you get the criminals starting it and the cops you know either close it out then and there or they extend it stone has a really 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 bad history and uh feeling when it comes to courtrooms um for catching charges for stuff that was never in his properties or possession. Um, so he he just tries to plead guilty and says, fuck yeah. it, just give, give me the time. I've been down this road before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, you call red, red-handed, yeah, hit, hit me with oh, it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't like the courtroom all that much. It's, it's, alleviated a little bit it's lightened up a little bit for him with uh judge robin banks with the uh, gucci tattoo that <laughs> judge- that's kind of helped <laughs> but that was the best of the one day oh, that was so funny your honor i played i played guilty to the ticket but i also got a question for science <laughs> she's I like i love well, that well, she went well, along with it too like, well, i'm not very good at science and i was like neither am i look at where i am and i would assume you're you're a little little bit better than i am <laughs> she was like all right hit me with it i like science and he goes if I tattoo Gucci across my nutsack, does that make it a designer bag? <laughs> Fully expecting to, to get a, a contempt of court charge. Right. But instead, she just went with it and she was like, no, I, I believe that makes it two designer bags. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of sad I missed that. That sounds funny as hell. You did <laughs> it to I, the other judge too, didn't you? I did it to the other judge and Robin Banks. She went to chime in and I go... Your Honor, with all due respect, I don't want his answer to be skewed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she went with it. Man, I saw um, in in the chat here, JB said a second ago, talking about making connections and figuring out what other orgs you can trust. I think that plays a big role in criminal yeah. RP, uh, a huge role, really. Um, mm-hmm. But But I think that here lately, and it may be just because I've, just come back to Desmond not so long ago, but these backroom deals and, you know, darkroom chats and sneaking around and, and, and making these deals is, is a lot of fun for me. I'm really enjoying that, that part of the RP and not, um, not so much the bang, bang, shoot them up in your face, but more of the mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff. 
right? The stuff yeah. that we can even consider like office work for for the criminal RP. Mm-hmm. You know, like that inventory that y'all never keep up with. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's like right. that. Exactly. <laughs> like that. You know what? I do, good for, I do good for a few days at a time. And then it gets it gets past my bedtime and I go to bed without putting something back and I forget about it. I'll do it tomorrow and then tomorrow never comes. Yeah, I'm sitting here at my PC like right now with one eye open. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just get it tomorrow. It's fine. Folks, you know what that means? It sounds like it's going to be a short episode. <laughs> I don't know. We're not cutting this short. Well, his yeah, nickname is Grandpa Pillbox. And... Right. Grandpa Pillbox. <laughs> yeah. I, I wear that nickname probably. Hang what, on, uh, is there any, anything about the, the backroom deals and the connections? Cause obviously Michael is the, is the sergeant in our sergeant at arms and third in command with uh sinister. Is there anything about that that you, enjoy or i because i just like i said it's it's kind of new to me and i've been rping for four years and and i've never had that interaction the backroom deals and the the connections and whatnot so the the backroom deals like that like they're not necessarily new to me because back where we came from uh we, we would sell guns to the to the lost for a little bit there we were selling them uh dracos mm-hmm. and so that was like that was really really cool when i initially um when i was initially like introduced to it i thought it was awesome because it's another level of rp it adds so much more depth to it right because now we're formulating these relationships and now we're mindful of how we act towards this group of the towards this gang versus this one that turns into business right versus this one that we're feuding with but it just so happens that the one we're feuding with is friends with the one we're doing business with. So now it's more, how do we balance this? And we might not always like them, but they might have more money. <laughs> exactly. They're, money if, talks if and bullshit walks. <laughs> if they're going to line our pockets, then their business is their business. 100%. Yeah, it's been yeah, a lot of fun. Doesn't mean that we have to trust them. But... If the cash is flowing, <laughs> why not do business within reason? Why not? Why not? That kind of brings me to the next topic that was brought up, and that was um, we'll call them unconventional criminals, uh, sneaky civilians. I've even used the term uh, closet criminals, and they're they are your civilians who have a clean record, but they are just so damn sneaky that they never get caught, <coughs> or they have enough connections to the criminal underworld that they're able to get the things that they need and stay off of the police radar. Um, would you ever consider creating a character like that? Because I think there's a huge challenge in that, and. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I could do it. I really don't. That's hard to, yeah. I don't think I could do it. Um, that's difficult, but I love it, right? Because you get these fully functioning members of of society that are trusted by the community, but they're still able to go out and do hood, do hood rat shit with their hood rat friends. Um, for me, I think it's awesome. I, I, I could I would try to make one, but at some point you get at some point if you keep going and you keep pushing it, you're gonna get caught up in one way or another. I think 
it's it's about i mean you're talking it's going to be a lot longer term than anything yeah. else because you have to do everything much more calculated much slower more precise um so mm-hmm. i kudos to anybody out there that plays a civilian that has managed to keep themselves clean and obtain the things that they need um sarah i know for a while you you know you had steph who was um on allegedly on the clean side of things but uh she mm-hmm. you know unbeknownst to many she was not so clean if you would like to oh, elaborate no. <laughs> well it wasn't anything too crazy. She would just, because she had a weapon license. I think she did it for Boogie, bought him a bunch of guns at Ammunition. She did it for Gage. And nobody ever knew because she was dating the cop. So <laughs> she's not doing anything bad. No, never. She's she moving drugs for a little bit towards the end with Desmond. But then they kind of caught wind that she was doing stuff. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, really quick. It's my MO. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the, the the back the back like the the sneaky civilians I give a lot of props to. It's hard to get away. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work and a lot of planning. Well, and it may be even so much that they're not directly involved in the crimes. They're just the ones funding the crimes or, you know, let's say we're talking like upper echelon mobster, you know, they're just calling the shots, but somehow they, nothing ever gets linked back to them because they, mm-hmm. they play it so smart. And I, I love that kind of RP. I love, I'm a very analytical person and I love thinking things through and planning things out. And I would like to, uh, attribute that partially at least to some of sinister success and and staying you know above water so Mm -hmm. to speak yeah it's it's definitely hard it's definitely difficult like when we're running in one of those slow ass cars right you you can't you you can't be a sneaky civilian doing that Mm -mm. um that's something that's going to draw a lot of attention. So like you said, like ha- like people going out and doing the work while you call the shots. See, is... I want to bring up a character, but I don't want to like piss him off. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the sneaky. Nobody knows what he's doing, but he's doing. I, things. I, I know where you're going with this and let's, I, I don't want to say anything either because I don't want okay. anything to get yeah. nestled into anybody's brain. So, um, but yeah, I know exactly yeah. where you're going with this and I huge kudos to this person because Mm-mm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can be sneaky. I've kept Desmond fairly clean, but it, I can't 100% keep him clean. Just can't. No, it'll, it'll, it's, that's, takes a lot of work and a lot of st- sitting back. And it, it takes putting a lot of trust in the, in the, in the crew. Because mm-hmm. then the mm-hmm. other thing that you got to balance with that if you're sitting back is do they trust me to make, to call these shots? Right. You know, well, and how do, how do you a, how do you know you don't have a rat or a narc? You yeah. know, how do you not vet that, people? Well, right. And not only that, how are you going to have some some a group of guys go out or guys and girls go out and do something that you're not even willing to do yourself? Right. If I ask you to do something, it's because I've I've either done it or I'm going to go do it with you or I'm mm-hmm. going to do it soon. I think it takes a specific type of person, a very money-minded person, 
maybe probably yeah. a very wealthy person that's able to pay people to do these things and and have them look past that. Uh, well, why aren't they out here doing it? Well, screw it. I'm making, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars off of it. Why not? Right. Sly yeah. says money pays for loyalty when people need money. Yep. It, mm-hmm. it damn sure does. <laughs> money talks and bullshit walks. And it pays for loyalty. Stephanie got all kinds of loyalty when she's needing protection. She just paid people to mm-hmm. protect her. <laughs> She'll throw me some money. I yeah. I didn't even care, like, Okay, so these people need to die. Okay, give me a hundred <laughs> grand. It's done. Right, <laughs> take care of it. Right, and it's sometimes it's that easy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, coming from the other side, like you also worry about like, what if this person snitches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that would be the hardest part. Want, like, I'm not doing this because I don't want that charge. And you would almost have to make this person like a shadow person, like. You would only be able to have like your right hand man know who you are, and then beyond that, they, nobody could know because, like we just said, yeah. money talks, and somebody could eventually say, or even the cops could say, "Look, we'll knock a hundred months off of your sentence if you tell us who's calling the shots here." Like, <laughs> and right. sometimes yeah, I would, that's enough. I would love to see some CIs pop up, but it's so hard mm-hmm. to be a CI and not be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and, and sometimes I think it's subconsciously, but I think a lot of that gets kind of mated, mated, however the hell you want to say it. But, and it may not even be yeah. intentional, but it just it, the line blurs between what you know in city and and what you've seen on streams. And to be honest, I really don't watch that many streams for that reason, because uh, I don't want it to skew my um, my reaction or. And I feel like it would yeah. if I saw it, whether I wanted it to or not. It's going to have yeah, a little like bit of an impact. If if Sinister had a rat and somehow we found out from a stream, you would it would be hard not to know, not to like kind of watch that person a little bit more, mm-hmm. even if you like try not to. It's subconsciously, it's yeah. Knowing it takes a lot of discipline, and mm-hmm. subconsciously knowing that, like 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 Josh said. It just, it makes it so much harder. Because at the end of the day, like, your thought is, we got to get this person out of here. Yep. In one way or another. But you still have to keep the RP natural. Yep. So, like, me, like, I don't, I don't actively sit in streams for probably more than five or five to 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'll pop in, chat a little bit, hang out, and then I might lurk. Leave it on lurk, yep. Mm-hmm. give them a views yep for me i've always if i hear like some investigation about my character of like a stream i'm watching i just say okay <laughs> i gotta go turn it off yeah i'm not gonna i don't want to watch no more because i don't want to know mm-hmm. yeah no I, I can agree with that because that happened yeah. once to me because there was like mm-hmm. a shotgun stephanie sold and it turned up in a crime mm-hmm. so then they're starting to look at well why did this person have it if it's from this crime from stephanie and she's played like so i just stopped watching nothing ever happened with it but i remember that i don't want to (laughs) know and the best rp always comes naturally right oh yeah 100 percent. natural rp where the only influence on your decisions is your own in that moment just as we would live every day because 
that's where you get your scenes from. That's where you get your answers from. And that's what actually paves the way. And so like me personally, I'll, I'm, I'm really getting into streaming now. Um, but I specifically won't stream a couple days of the week just to make sure I keep that natural element to my RP. Um, yep. you know, a I, couple, couple days. I was just going to say that's something else I've started doing is I, I don't always stream every time I go in. Um, I've never let that really sway me. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I do feel like sometimes that things are unintentionally snatched out of the air from streams. And so I yeah. don't, uh, there's some things that I don't stream just because I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, or I want to prolong it being discovered as, as long as I can. Yeah. And Plus, I'll also add, like, it's nice not having to focus on a bunch of other stuff while you're in city at times because it allows you to stay kind of in that zone, whatever mindset you have to get in or whatever mindset you're trying to maintain while you're in city with that character, especially if you play characters that are polar opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I will give Josh credit since he started streaming again, I can't tell a difference. Like, except for like the random, like dancing that he does, mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter Griffin song. I I can't tell he's streaming, which is good. You can't yeah. really alter yourself for streaming. Yeah, I took about four months off while I was Desmond, and even some as Arlo, about four months away, but. I've never really had an issue with that, and I, I I try my damnedest not to let the fact that I'm streaming uh, sway me. Sometimes, you know, I'll do silly things like car karaoke with Dean, but I, I still think that's just kind of goofy like they are. It's harmless yeah. and it's fun, right? If you let your chat dictate the way that you're going to act mm. and dictate everything that you're going to say... I think that's where you see, I think that's where issues are going to start rising. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I do think that's a big problem sometimes. I and oftentimes if I see out of the corner of my eye cuz my stream is over on my left, everything in my chat. If I see chat's moving and I'm in the middle of a scene generally and you know, chat if you guys are watching, it's not anything personal. I I don't respond until after that scene is over because I don't want anything that's said to sway um, Desmond's reaction, Arlo's reaction, anything for that matter. So I think that's a good tip for streamers is, you know, and again, I think that could be unintentional sometimes that that happens. Uh, So don't, don't, you know, uh, just of course, let your chat know, say, Hey, you know, you could even make an announcement at the beginning of your stream. Uh, Sometimes I may not be very attentive to chat, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a scene, baby. Right. You're into the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I mean, if, if you're looking in one of the chats right now, it says, let the chat roll. It's going to be there when you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's absolutely correct. Like there's nothing is, nothing is stopping you from, you know, putting it to, to your ending screen or a chatting screen. At right. The end of the night. Take your looking character on the shitter. <laughs> right. Right. I, I'll actually RP that out too. Mm-hmm. Like Morales, I've literally taken him to the bathroom, pulled all his clothes off, and sat him down on a toilet. <laughs> when I like went to eat dinner or something, or went to go take a leak real quick or something like. Listen, 
Arlo has blown up the MRPD bathroom more times than he can count. Jeez. <laughs> it's just one I always of those... just have Stephanie smoking a cigarette. Like if I'm going to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's, we, we've, we've, we've seen it time and time again where a chat might in, influence the way actions are done. In a way, the way that somebody acts, and you hate to see it because it could. I've seen it before, where it took what had potential to be a fantastic scene, and it just kind of it, it played a huge part in the whole scene getting ruined. And I even struggle sometimes with my Peter Graf, Peter Griffin dance thing, um, because you know Bobby slash Dean slash ODJ Gaming is a dick, and he likes to do it while I'm in the middle of driving down the road, running from the cops or something. Um, yep, or and, uh, you know, I've, going to bed. It, and of course, it's going to impact. Uh, it's going to impact other people. So I sometimes I do. There's been a couple of instances where I was very hesitant, but I was with people that I knew would kind of roll with it so um yeah shout out to odj for uh being a dick with biddies <laughs> <laughs> well now we just played off that desmond's losing it and he just dances randomly we don't know why yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'll be over in a minute it's fine the one the that first time though to... it was funny Oh god! The first time we were like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> oh yeah, because nobody knew what was going on then. I guess yeah, everybody right, forgot about Arlo doing it. That's where it yeah, started. And then Michael blew up it. in the helicopter, and he just like kept dancing, didn't care. There. He and was I'm on dying. The ground, I'm on the ground, dying, burned, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Help me!" <laughs> and he's just dancing there to the Peter Griffin song. And Stephanie's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Snap out of it. Snap out of it. The um, one thing that always gets me when I'm streaming is the sound buttons and the stickers. I had to turn those way down because the one day I was going to a call and I couldn't hear somebody over the radio because of it. And... It was it was Dylan that was talking on the radio. I was going to the store robbery that Murdoch was doing, and I couldn't hear a single thing that he was saying. <laughs> I couldn't even hear my own car engine. The sound alerts were still turned up to like eighty or ninety, Jeez. and I was like, or like, there's been times where I'm like, uh, can you ten nine that? I couldn't hear. They probably just think you can't hear nothing. Right. They got the, at this point, Morales has to be like the deaf, insane, and losing his mind corporal. <laughs> <laughs> colonel not corporal colonel yeah see i'm losing my mind too listen he'll just be he'll be gray-headed just like arlo before you know it <laughs> he's gonna be bald <laughs> he's gonna be bald and he's gonna take on like a slouched over look smoking cigarettes all the time hey guys <laughs> <laughs> oh i love the mob rolls oh the mob rolls <laughs> i love them <laughs> that's that's oh a, that's the best that i can get my voice that when i had for abraham davis Oh, like, nice. The old, the old people, I was like, oh, the mob rolls. That's I right. The mob rolls. I, I smoke four packs a day. And Eugene over there with his head like, stuck in a cat hole. Yes. Grab my ankles. <laughs> Pull me out. 
All right, well, we're rolling up on about an hour, so we're going to shimmy on to the next segment here, uh, which leads us to uh, some questions about your character or characters. Again, we do want to kind of focus on Michael, being that the topic is criminal RP, but I don't mind if you kind of segue into anything else. Um, This is actually, I, I misspoke. I apologize. These are not questions about your character. In character, um, this about is about your character. This is about your character uh, to, to you. Uh, who do you look to look up to as an actor or a performer? Being a somewhat performer yourself, I won't say you were a hundred percent performers because I only perform ninety nine percent of the time. Honestly, it's all just improv. I haven't thought into that. I haven't seen anybody that kind of resonates with the way that I act. I I honestly just go into city and and wing it every day. Right. Let's see what reaction. Let's see what reaction comes for, forward. We know that Stone is this very he, he he's 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 about respect and integrity and honor and let's just roll off of that. And then with Morales, it's very similar. It's respect, integrity, honor, but it's also kind of by the book and doing things the right way. And um, for him, for Morales, it's he looks at the thing as a whole like he goes we are the police we are public servants and it should be our duty to give the best level of service as possible so we're going to do it by the book we're going to do right by it we're going to try to we're going to stay as respectful as we can so it's hard because i don't really i haven't been able to find an actor that resonates with the way that i that i act and others may see something by all means, if anybody sees anything, let me know. Well, if you are a fan of improv, then I would say something along the lines of like, and I talk about the show all the time. I love it. Uh, Whose line is it anyway? And we even watch it in city sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love that show. I love, that's my favorite part about RP is the ad libbing and the, just the free flowing mm-hmm. conversation. So I love that show. And I see, would. With Michael, I don't, he's like a tough guy, but I see a lot of like the funny guy, the he's comedian. A- He's a tough guy, but he's a like teddy bear at the same bear, time. Teddy bear, yep. I was just gonna say that. He's the he's the sweetest psychopath that you will ever meet. <laughs> because he John loves Cena. Like John Cena. <laughs> he uh he loves like having good interactions and having good relationships at this point. Cause he's finally experienced it. And he got that Sarah the whatever that good chemical is for your brain. Um Serotonin. But serotonin, yes. Um, I couldn't think of it, but at the same time, he loves, like, he loves shooting people and stabbing people. (laughs) Let's be real here. But then he he likes to make that one bread, the fahu bread. (laughs) The focaccia bread. Focaccia. Oh, you guys gotta try this. It's focaccia. It's so good. (laughs) I I, I put garlic and rosemary on it, like the fahua bread. (laughs) Fahua. Um, yeah, he is a softy. He is what? a softy, but he's at the same time he tries to be light in the mood, and when it's appropriate, mm-hmm. he, he wants to put a knife in somebody. So, along the lines of character traits, what uh, character traits do your characters borrow from you, if any, if any at all? Empathy. That's a big one. He, uh, both characters, try to look at things from different perspectives. 
they, you know, and it, it, it kind of works out because Morales is the cop. And so he tries to look at situations as a whole. And Stone has the history as a cop, so he looks at situations as a whole. And that's what I try to do. Everybody in here going softy, softy, softy. Fuck yeah, he's a softy. <laughs> <laughs> Get close enough, he'll put a knife in you. I if I I'm going to be honest real quick though I think that that is one of Desmond's favorite qualities about Michael he has so he's got Bobby who is this straight up in your face asshole he has Michael who clearly shares empathy with other people but he also understands that business is business and when shit has to be done it has to be done um, but I think that's one of Michael's better qualities is at least in the eyes of Desmond. Um, so props, props to him for that, for sure. I mean, something will happen and Dirk, while it's happening, he'll look at it and be like, all right, this is what's going on. Like when they have to bleed people out, you can tell it kind of affects Michael, but he's going to do it because he has to. Right. Mm -hmm. He didn't. What has to be done. So he has to do it. He didn't necessarily want to put that shotgun to Grimm's head, but he did. And for him, it kind of took, it kind of took a chunk of him with it. Long-term you know, effects, yeah. yeah. Long-term effects, yeah. Like I see it with Bobby too. He hasn't mm-hmm. he hasn't picked up an assault an, an assault shotgun since. Because well, that sucks because that we need some. <laughs> it does. They're fantastic, and he will he will if he needs to, right? Because business is business. Um, but yeah, when it comes down to it, like at the wing wing towers, shit hit the fan, and he didn't hesitate. He was throwing punches, and then he got he got the baseball bat out. <laughs> Like he was, he was processing everything that he could pick up at that time. And then Morales is very similar. He's Morales has to be like that. He has to process things on the fly like that. Look at every different points of view. And he's constantly, he's doing more and more of that each day. What would you say is your favorite thing about each of your characters? Shit. Um, <laughs> Shit. Johnny on the spot here. Johnny yeah, on the this spot. Is worse, this is worse than what's to come. Um, <laughs> uh, favorite thing about Stoner is that he's growing as an individual and learning to trust. And he's he's opening up to trying to doing more things and trying new things and that he that he's part of something, right? Because he's not alone anymore. <clears throat> um, my favorite thing about Morales is that he wants to do right by the world. He wants to do the right thing. He wants justice to be sought in either direction. You know, of course, he wants the legal justice. He wants it done the right way. But he like he he doesn't want dirty cops he doesn't want problems within the department and at the same time he wants to be able to help people on the street very so complex complex yeah, character. Those, are, those are my favorite things about those two and then my favorite thing about abel is that he could just be this unhinged fucking cut loose cat. just just absolutely cut loose he can go rob houses if he sees somebody on the street that gives him a hard time like 
I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to rob you, take all your cash, and take everything in your pockets. <laughs> like, tread lightly. If you got a gun that's his now, you know, as long as he can sneak up on them. What do you find most challenging about each of your characters? My favorite things about them. <laughs> okay. It's hard to keep that separation. And I and I, I keep that separation very well. Once I'm on one, one character, I'm not thinking about the other one. I'm not thinking about anything they know, anything they do. Um, yeah. The most challenging thing about Stone is keeping up with that past. And then the most challenging thing with Morales is his current situation. <laughs> um, I can only imagine. Keeping his head cool and not going off on people. And, and like Morales is in overdrive right now trying to analyze everything just need to have a beer with arlo get him to tell you some grandpa stories <laughs> yeah he, he's gonna be i'm sure at some point he'll probably think of think about reaching out because he's gonna look for some guidance and direction um but he's in in overdrive right now trying to analyze everything brand new brand new to the colonel position so he's still learning all the ins and outs of for one, running a department, and for two, how to address certain situations. What's the best plan of action? Um, finding that balance. Yeah, finding that balance within within everything because he certainly has his work cut out for him, and it's not going to be an overnight thing. So for him, like he's just sitting back right now, and equally being involved. So that's definitely difficult. It's definitely a curveball. Definitely. Uh, been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Actually, probably got two t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other question I had lined up here, which you may have already kind of answered it indirectly, but I have what is your least favorite thing about your characters? And it, it may sort of tie into your what is what do you find most challenging question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my least favorite thing about Stone is that in a, in a way is that he is a softy. Um, and tied in with that is the his hesitation on some things. He's hesitant to go out and uh, do stuff alone sometimes because he doesn't want to draw negative attention to the MC. And at the same time, he's trying to run that spot of the sergeant at, at arms and lead by example and not only be an advocate for, for the crew, but he's he's trying to he's trying to not make sure nobody goes out alone and he'll take a charge for the guys any day he'll take a bullet for for the guys any day he'll do whatever he's got to do but if he's running all alone like early early hours of the server he's hesitant and then uh as far as morales my least favorite thing about him is the rapport that he's that he has with everyone right now and the uh the negative light that he's kind of in 
I think that's uh that negative light is always there no matter where you go and I think that's probably the hardest part about a, a, an upper command position like that is you're always going to have a little bit of a dark cloud following you because you can't while you're trying to find that balance you can't appease everyone um and sometimes right. things have to be done that really suck and you don't want to do and it does it it can be work it really can be right. you I mean, almost have to be the bad guy to fix right. things and like me like i don't like being the bad guy all the time right um but yeah like you know i mean just like um just like mr fahrenheit just said not everyone's gonna agree love or agree with you and the mindset that i'm trying to put morales into fully is i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of me or what they think of what i'm doing i i i have a, a grip on what i'm doing and i know what i'm doing and that's one of my least favorite parts about him while simultaneously being one of my favorite parts about him it's a love-hate thing <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it absolutely is i love how you're playing morales like every He's... interaction i've had with him stephanie of course is like I hate you, but I love it. I think yeah. you're doing great. He, he, like I said earlier, he's trying to do right by the community and be appropriate in his actions and the way that he leads. But he's also trying to build rapport with people throughout the community. You know, he was always part-time. So now he's playing catch-up. And I think with the current state of things, that's what he needs to do. It's, it's one of the many things that he, that he needs to do is on these scenes do his job and be stern enough and also build that rapport. Like, hey, I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to I'm not going to screw with you. But I'm going to show you that I, I I'm going to approach you with that respect. It is a constant seesaw in more than one way. Trust me. <laughs> In multiple areas, it's a constant seesaw. Right. Yep. All right, you got your uh, you got your sweat towel ready. I got my uh, stream deck pedal uh, manual ready to fan me off. Okay, good, because it's time for some rapid fire. <laughs> I'm gonna get a sound bite. Ah. <laughs> rapid fire. <laughs> I can just right. see him sweating now. He's like, oh no. Little oh, beads so of sweat. My knees are weak. My palms are sweaty. What about mom's spaghetti? All over all over the sweater. All over the sweater. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. First one up. With the holidays approaching, what is one thing you love doing during the holidays? Eating. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I'll fuck up a plate of food on the holidays. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> uh, so, no, it's the family time. It's the time with my family that, that we don't get all year. Um, drinking, have a good time, hanging out. It's not not even the gifts. Like when it comes to like Christmas, we always do a grab bag. And is, I'm just like I'm like, I don't know what I want. I just like I'm happy to hang out with everybody. Is your family all near you in, in where you live or are they is some scattered that have to travel for the holidays? For the most part we're scattered for the most part we're near each other. Um we got a we had a couple family members that are out of state now. Um, but they they come in for the holidays. 
Nice, nice. Um, what about you? Me? Mm-hmm. Hello, me? Uh, Hello, you. I was going to say eat, so I'll change my answer to go <laughs> pants shopping the next day for sweatpants. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 it's got to be the family. My family, as I'm getting older, is getting smaller and smaller. Um, so just being able to get together and, and spend that time with them is, is, is growing more and more important to me. So I think that's absolutely my favorite part about the holidays. I don't, uh, it's not the gifts anymore. It's not that. And my kids, you know, my kids now are, are at the age where Christmas is, eh, it's not, a, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't do the whole Santa thing anymore. And I kind of miss that. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I, I will say, as I get older, I, I value and I cherish that time with my family more and more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you well, could, you yeah, you did. Wait, I thought you answered already. She's she threw a little same in there. Same. Oh. Oh, okay. Speak up. Me, no Speak up. I like I like decorating the house. Okay, I wish I still enjoyed that. I used to. I got kind of scroogey, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's your guys' favorite <laughs> holiday? Hmm. Halloween, but now that the kids are older, probably Christmas. I. That's the same answer. Uh, I used to love Halloween, and the older I get, the less into it I am. But now, like she said, Christmas, love it, because I don't have to sweat my ass mm-hmm. off over gifts <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it used to be and i get them grab one big one and we're done with it <laughs> the grab bag Cash. idea grab bag idea is the best it is a good idea Santa. Uh, that's a white elephant yep if you could live in any TV show or movie, which one would it be and why? Any TV show or movie? I should have mm. read these first. I had yeah, access to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch too much TV or movies. Mm. I, I. I don't know. My my answer is just going to be out on a whim. Uh, It'll be a TV show, Suits. Okay. Because it's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah. It's the first thing I thought of. It's the first thing I thought of, and I like looking dapper once in a while. Oh, are you a Dapper Dan man? No, not usually, but yeah, somewhat. <laughs> At the same time, like, I don't go out of the house. I, I Like, if I'm going to go out, I'm usually almost always never wearing sweatpants. Never wearing uh, basketball shorts when I go out. Uh, I'm always let me get a pair of jeans or a pair of you know like shorts on. Fancy pants. Fancy. Hey there, fancy pants. <laughs> Howdy, Sarah. What say you? Thinking, like me and my whole family. Would it just be me? Um, I mean, we'll keep it pretty open ended. Yeah. It's a hard one. Oh, why don't you go first? <laughs> Mine, I think, 
I would have to say, and you might say this is a cheesy answer, but I would have to say friends because I feel like that type of friendship is rare. And it, I don't know, I don't feel like that type of friendship exists anymore because of how the world's changed. So I would 100% say friends. Pressure's on. I had that one ready. <laughs> I thought you, would, you didn't. I don't know. I want to say like full house, but I don't know if I'd want to be like hugging and like, I love you. We learned a lesson. <laughs> that was, With <laughs> sad music playing in the background. It's okay to mess <laughs> up, Donna Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, full house, sure. Okay. All right. All right, Michael, you're running late for work. Do you skip your morning <laughs> coffee or bath? Coffee. <laughs> Fuck it all. I'll skip coffee for a shower. I'll, I'll grab I'll grab a monster when I can and I'll just shotgun it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not leaving the house house without a shower. I think I was just talking about this earlier today. That's like my weekly issue. <laughs> I have that issue at least once a week. I would I'm skip not, the coffee too. I'm not a morning person at all, but you got me cinnamon toast fucked up. If if you think I'm going out of the house without a shower, <laughs> here I go. I'm gonna throw out the unpopular opinion. I'm gonna say I would skip the shower because I'm an asshole without my caffeine, and <laughs> if I skip my shower, I might stink, and you might leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just feel grubby all day if I don't shower. Same. <laughs> like ruins my whole day. You calling me grubby? What the f <laughs> no. If, if if I don't shower before work, and it's happened once where I couldn't, didn't, I literally didn't have time for a shower before work. Um, it's only happened once, and I, the only thing that I could think of all day was I need to go take a shower. It literally happened to me today. Like I was talking in the voice chat with everybody. I'm like I'm just in a bad mood because I didn't get a shower today. Great, that's nice. all day ruined my whole fucking day. Like, <laughs> if you look in the chat, Murdoch said caffeine is a must. I'll take a sloop bath <laughs> with some cologne and call it a day. Yes, <laughs> yes. Sloop bath, horse bath, and it, it, it. I guess it's a little that's bit different for me because because I because I can stop while I'm out. Um. Can yeah, I even I say that now? Well, you just say sloot. Like, like, sloot. Like sloot. <laughs> I mean, listen, we all bathe, even whores. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. Parental advisory warning, guys. <laughs> I think you have an 18 plus tag on here. Right? I, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely do. Well, then if some um, of these kids watch me, it's between them and God. All right, yeah, we'll move on though. <laughs> um, let's see. Would you rather? And this one's pay close attention. This one's very specific. Okay. Would you rather always have to enter rooms by announcing your name, or always do a cartwheel out of the room? The the simple answer is I would I would prefer to enter my into the room yelling my name. Okay. But the little the little devil that. Tries to chime in once in a while. And says, "Do a cartwheel." Somebody's going to get too curious and get kicked in the nuts. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> What's this asshole doing? Poof! Uh. 
Eventually, they'd catch they'd catch y'all, and you do that everywhere you go, and they'd just be like, "Watch out, coming through." I, I would be an asshole, and I would say six feet, even though I'm only five seven. <laughs> Sarah. Um, uh, sorry, I had a child in my face. What was it? <laughs> would you rather always have to enter rooms by announcing your name, or always do a cartwheel out of the room? The name. A cartwheel out? I don't think I could. Oh, I I'm... can't cartwheel. Don't get that wrong. <laughs> it's going to be more of a flop, but I'll pop up and I'll throw a roundhouse if It'll I have to. Entertaining than anything. <laughs> yeah. So would you just have to enter every room? Sarah's here like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, Sarah! I, I would walk in and be obnoxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, your boy Michael, back on his bullshit. Let's get this party rolling. If you had to survive on two meals a day, would you skip breakfast or lunch? Breakfast. Oof. I skip it. I already. never. I never eat Oof. breakfast. You never skip breakfast. Did you not learn anything in health class? Breakfast is your most important meal of the day. (laughs) I skip breakfast. I eat dinner. That's it. And I don't eat lunch. I snack throughout the whole day. So I know where there's a regional difference here, right? Um, When you say dinner, do you mean lunch or supper? Or dinner? Supper. Dinner. Supper, Supper is before you go to bed. Dinner is lunch. There's only breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, dinner, and supper. <laughs> I mean, you can breakfast, consider dinner, my <laughs> you, you can consider no. my mornings breakfast um, in a way. Caffeine and nicotine. There's just three though. They're... Breakfast, dinner, and supper. Dinner is at nighttime. No. Dinner is at like five, six o'clock. <laughs> no, that's supper. Three thirty if you're an Italian and that's it's lunch. <laughs> no, supper is Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there's breakfast, there's brunch if you want to get fancy about it. Ooh, yeah, I could have some mimosas. <laughs> but brunch is breakfast mm, Can't wait. and lunch. Yeah. So it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. And if you're in the Lynn south, or... it's breakfast. Linner or lunch. Dinner and supper. Dinner. Linner? Who's Leonard? Lunch. What? Damn it, Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> uh, three things that you would take to an island aside from necessities. Like, so food, shelter, things like that are taken taken care so of. three novelties? Three novelties, three survival tools, three... Survival tools, too. Yeah, let's say, you know, clothes are taken care of, shelter is taken care of, and... Necessities, food and water is taken care of. What else are you taking? Uh, I'd bring a knife with a serrated back edge. Um, so I'd bring my, bring my phone with the charger as a single bundle. 
<laughs> okay, so how would you plug it in? How would you plug it in? It, yeah. I mean, you're assuming yeah. there's going to be electricity where you're going. Hmm. Well, the house is there. If the house is there, I'm I didn't say a house. I said shelter. It could be fucking leaves on sticks. <laughs> well, if you're using your imagination, I'm using my imagination. <laughs> Touche. <Fuck that. laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And then, um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Number three, so I said a knife, and then my phone with the charger, and then shit. We can come back to it too. <laughs> popcorn. Well, no, because popcorn falls under popcorn. food. It falls under food. Well, what's necessities? Like food? So you'd be screwed with that, too, because the microwave is not a necessity, Michael. <laughs> nope. No, but you know, you got to make a fire somehow. What are you going to put the popcorn in? You're going to hollow out a tree trunk? <laughs> I'm going to hollow out a tree trunk with my serrated edge knife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Calm, calm down, Bear Grylls. Good toilet paper. In a pinch, you can drink your own pee. <laughs> yeah. Phone, knife, and good toilet paper. You got me cinnamon toast <laughs> fucked up if you think I'm pulling an oak leaf down. <laughs> Especially poison. Remember oak. that one video I, I shared that girl just didn't? Because it was bad for her health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole... Oof, and, man. And with with my luck, oh. let's be honest, with my luck, I would pull a poison oak leaf. And be dragging your butt like a, whole, a dog. A whole slew. <laughs> I'd be dragging my, dog, my butt <laughs> like a dog across the island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes Michael. Oh, there goes Michael. <laughs> Oh, poor guy dragging his butt like a dog. He just can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time this week. I think we actually may have answered this one an episode or two ago, but mine was a knife, a parachute, and I can't remember what the third one was now. It, it was answered. Firestarter. It was answered once. You guys are forgetting like the most important thing. What's that? Your phone? Your or your what aerial purse? <laughs> no. <laughs> what if it gets cold? You need a blanket. Well, that's where the parachute comes in handy. You can make a lot of shit out of a parachute. I would get a huge blanket. I'd be set. <laughs> like one of those, uh, that's that ten by ten blanket. The Sherpa blankets. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You know what? I'm changing mine. My third one is going to be a, a sleeping bag. A snuggie. Think of that. <laughs> Have you ever been cold and you can't get warm? That's the worst ever. I'd want to that be warm. Was, that was me on Saturday. On Saturday, I, I was on my bike for about an hour coming home. And it went from being about 68 degrees to about 54 degrees. I 1,000% would rather be cold than hot. I do not like to sweat. Yeah. And I can always warm up easier than I can cool down. I hate being cold. I felt like an ice cube. Coming I'll on. just grab layers and layers and I'll still be like, I'm cold. I'm freezing. <laughs> I do get hot, though, really easily. Are you, uh, Sarah, you got an answer? 
Oh, I think, I think you missed a one. Blank, a blanket. Like a, a blanket, yeah. A fire thingy. Whatever you call it. Fire starter. And fire a tent. Starter. To tent. sleep in with my blanket. Okay. But shelter's already provided, so that's wasteful. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would the third one be then? I don't know. I asked you. A sweater. A big a sweater. sweater. Just one like sweater. It's time to wear a shirt. A big, like a big one, though. <laughs> Oversized, <laughs> ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, with a hood. Fine. All right, Michael. Would you rather have a magic carpet that flies or your own personal robot? Magic carpet that flies. Sarah? What would the robot do? Anything? I guess whatever you programmed him to do. I don't want a robot. I just make it do, like, housework and make dinner. Don't tell me that. It tempts me to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, like, say, go to the store for me or cook me dinner, do my laundry. I don't know. I'd go magic carpet because then I could just go to the store on my magic fucking carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I would use that as a flex and I would just start terribly singing music from Aladdin. Oh god. Show you the oh, world. world. <laughs> right now mm -hmm. right now when I sing people that I say I could show you the world, I could show you my carport because that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. Who would you say is your hero? And I don't mean celebrities, actors. I mean anybody in your life that has impacted you in a drastic manner. My, my mom and dad. Both of them. They've both taught me so much. Everything from bits of leadership skills to crucial, crucial life skills. And they're the reason that I, that I cook. They're the reason that I know how to cook. They've both taught me more than I can even fathom about cooking. I mean, I, I started I started it when I was three. I was standing on a on a chair making eggs. Nice. Um, nice. And then, like I said, the life the life skills, making decisions, critical thinking, uh, analyzing situations. And so began his long relationship with food. <laughs> Oh God! It's, it's I love bad. food. Me too. I'm getting hungry now just talking about it. Mm -hmm. Make me a bologna sandwich. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Bologna. Fried bologna sandwich. Hell yes! Hello, Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Sarah, I think we might have already answered this one too, but I'll answer again. Mine would be my sister. Talk about overcoming odds. Mm -hmm. Some of you kind of know, but yeah, where she's been, where she is now, big inspiration for a lot of people, not just me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's amazing, too. Like, having someone to look up to that does something good like that, like, it just... It changes so much. Mm -hmm. Mine would a thousand percent be my grandfather. 
He uh he stepped up, um, and it was absolutely my father figure through my life and taught me a lot about finances. He taught me how to drive. <clears throat> he pretty much taught me everything I know. So hands down, my grandfather. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Somewhere south, a little more south, and maybe a little more west. Either Italy, Tennessee, or probably something like Arkansas or Kentucky in the middle of nowhere. Okay, Tennessee. I feel like your brother said Tennessee, too. What's it with Tennessee? It's the, it's the only 10 that we see. <laughs> oh, well, you're the only 10 I see. Ooh. 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 Wee. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's... I, I am very much over the city life. I... I just want, I want a hundred, I want 50 acres with a house somewhere closer to the middle of it. Right on. I feel that. With a solid access road in an air, in a place that doesn't snow. The weather can drop a little bit. The temperature could drop a little bit, but I don't, I'm, I'm done with snow. I'm done with the city life. Um, and I'm, I think I'm done with my neighbors up my ass. Freaking HOAs. <laughs> Sarah? No, no HOAs, just fucking city life. I think I answered this before, too. We did. I said Was Washington. Washington. Seattle, mm -hmm. I think, specifically. Seattle, yeah. My sister actually lived there for like 10 years. Just everything I've heard from there, it just sounds really cool to live there. All right, all right. Um, I if we're speak if we're talking realistically here, and I had to stay somewhere in the state in the states, I I I honestly don't know. I I live for those that don't know. I live in Georgia. Um, it's, it doesn't feel like home anymore. It's turned into like a, at least where I live, it's turned into like a bustling city. And I'm right there with you, Michael. I'm, I'm not a city boy, uh, by any, any stretch of the imagination. So get me in a cabin in the woods. I've thought about Colorado before. Colorado was nice. Uh, there. um, Montana. I thought <laughs> about Montana. Mm-hmm. I would say probably, yeah, I think Montana would be my answer. Ties back to my previous answer about my grandfather, too. He always wanted to go there, so. The snow just fucks me up. I, I hate the snow. I don't, I see, I grew up in Georgia, so I've seen, I've seen snow, you know, maybe 15 to 20 times in my life, and the most I've ever seen was nine inches, I think. <laughs> You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to get snow this weekend. Or oh, are you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, too soon for that. That's what I, I said. I was in Colorado once for uh, for a class 
for work, but it was December and it was like 16 degrees, but it felt like 32. Because in Chicago, like we get that lake effect. Mm-hmm. And so it, it might be 50 degrees, but it feels like it's 40 or 35, especially in like the dead of winter when there's a lot of wind. Ooh, we see we go into the negatives Ooh, every mm-hmm. winter like sometimes it'll be like dangerous you can't even go outside yeah because it's so cold a couple of years ago we were in the negative uh 20s i think the worst we had was like negative 50 something mm-hmm. been there been there it's absolute hell we're just told to stay inside Yep, stay inside. It'll be fine. It's fine. Don't go anywhere. Hope you got toilet paper. I just found out I I have six drafty windows. (laughs) (laughs) Break break out the plastic wrap, homie. Yep. Plastic wrap and box tape. Yep. Hey, that's a must. I actually got to do that soon. Do all the windows. (laughs) All right. Without turning down the lights and getting too personal, what is your favorite me time activity? (laughs) <laughs> uh, without turning down the lights and getting too personal, got it. Um, bubble bath and rose petals and <laughs> uh, my favorite me time is either my video games or motorcycle. If I if I go out and I ride the bike for even forty five minutes, it's like a therapy session. I feel that I miss riding so Just... much. It just it really like the first time I actually felt fully comfortable on my bike. I'm still new to it. The first time I fully felt comfortable on it was just like the most liberating feeling. It's a it's and a now, freeing feeling for sure. Free feeling. <clears throat> yeah. It really is. Especially if you're going through a wooded area. Like right now the leaves are all changing colors. Mm, yeah. Beautiful time so, of year to go riding. I rode through a wooded area last week and it was just, it was, it was serene. It was peaceful. Um, only thing that, that I was worrying about was getting around a couple potholes. But outside of that, I had the wind on my face. I had the rumble of the, of the motor coming through the exhaust. Um, I just had all the senses. I was picking up everything. And it was just, it was relaxing. It was very calming. It was very peaceful. Peaceful. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. You're going to fall asleep. Hang in there. (laughs) Hey, I'm already there. (laughs) It's peaceful and calming. (laughs) 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 That concludes the podcast. Our guest fell asleep. Yeah. Don't run it by me. I used to fall asleep at the dinner table with a fork full of food. I've uh, I've heard your brother fall asleep in city before <laughs> and snore through the mic. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. favorite me time activity mm-hmm. without Probably turning down the lights. Probably be reading. Reading. I love I don't reading really do it much and, and I, anymore. But... Yeah. Loved it. Ooh, I also want to add the shooting range. Yeah, that's a good stress reliever. 
if I can't go riding, if I can get on a range, that's where I control my breathing and really calm down. I have recently started dabbling in uh, and look, reading into meditation. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of you know, I've had a lot going on for seems like years now, but it's been several months. But um, I, I decided to, to test out some uh, some meditation. I find a quiet place and I kind of shut myself away, and I feel like it's kind of helped me. Uh, at the risk of sounding cliche, uh, center myself a little bit and, and focus my thoughts and what I need to be focused on intently. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been, I think in the beginning it felt awkward because I, maybe I felt silly sitting in a dark room, like just, you know, but it, it really has helped me. And I think it's, I think it's even helped my blood pressure some, to be honest. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's really good. You know, everybody's got their their thing that helps them. And as individuals, we should always be trying to progress and grow. And I think that right there is like a great sign, right? Mm-hmm. Developing uh, new habits and hobbies. Now, if it would just help with migraine headaches, that would be fantastic. Oh, <laughs> If you had, uh, we talked about earlier, you were involved in law enforcement in real life. Uh, so if you had to pick a theme song for every time you walked into the station, what would it be? Hmm. <laughs> Hang on, my, my brother's typing. Away. My brother's typing. I want to see what he says. One, two. What F the police? The Scooby-Doo chase song. Yeah. Scooby-Doo chase song. Because I have a lot of days at work where we're like, I just get in the car and I just think about when they're running room to room in circles. But I just think about like, like this was a long day. Like there was a lot of aggravating factors. And so like, it's weird to think about it. It's weird to even announce that I even fucking do this. But like I'll get in the car and I'll think about the the Scooby Doo theme theme song, and I'm like, wow, that was a wild episode. <laughs> roll roll and raggy, I, and then I play the rock version. So, like, <laughs> if I had to, like, kind of like a walk up song, mm-hmm. um, that varies with my mood. Um right now as of today's mood uh maybe something in the orange by zach bryan or church by jelly roll all right okay okay uh sarah what would you play every time you walked into the police station I don't ever go to the police station. 10, 11, 12, oh, something, 10. something Taylor Swifty. I don't fuck with twelve, and they don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh, Some, something sweet and Taylor Swift. Delicate. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you look disappointed. <laughs> I, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing around with your Disney purse. <laughs> hey, don't judge me. 
Nope, no judgment. This is like Planet Fitness. <laughs> no judgment zone. Um, theme song. I don't know. If I'm walking in the police station, there's probably a pretty bad reason I'm there, so I'm gonna say the Stone Cold theme song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, our next segment, uh, these are questions that we would like for you to answer in character, and we're going to mm-hmm. stick with Michael for these questions. Okay. Who is your go-to person? That's hard. Never mind. <laughs> right now, uh, it's a, it's a pretty fair toss-up between a group of people for my go-to i would say bobby obama heron and camille what is your favorite thing to do (laughs) answering in character Mm -hmm. yes dab people (laughs) deal shit (laughs) run from the cops um Make weed and make popcorn. I want to do hood, hood rat, rat things with my hood rat friends. I want to do hood rat things with my hood rat friends while we eat popcorn. <laughs> Would you rather stay home or go out? Stay home. Oh, wait, answering in character? In character, yeah. yeah. Oh, go out. Who do you hate the most? Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> In character, it's probably, it's a cop. You don't have to say a name if you don't want to. No, I'll say the name. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> in character, it's either Archer or Olinsky. Gotcha. Looking like a solid snake now. <laughs> well, that's yeah. funny because that segues into our next question perfectly, Michael. <laughs> How do you feel about the police? <laughs> he respects them, but he doesn't like them. He recognizes them as a force that could absolutely ruin his fucking his his, his entire life. Um, and respects that. And so there's that little bit of cop fear. I think that's again where De- something that Desmond likes about him—they kind of mirror one another in that aspect. They they don't like the cops, but they also, you know, have a healthy respect for them in that they realize they can really friggin' ruin their day and their lives. He 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 won't hesitate to put a bullet into a cop's head. Archer is a prime example. He's the one that put a bullet through Archer's mask right before the the, the eye patch went on. Um, but at the same time, he knows that if he gets caught, it could cause a lot of issues. And so he's mm-hmm. kind of delicate with the way he runs things. So like when he opens the widow, he he opens it to everybody, no matter what. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't like the police, but he respects them. And he knows all it takes is a fabric, fabricated report. And somebody to act the right way to really sell it to, to mm-hmm. hem him up if you right word uh what is your favorite vehicle to drive well well 
it's the it's the corridor corridor mm-hmm. um but before that it was a toss up between the corridor and the, the challenger for talking vanilla cars and the jugular in the corridor jug everybody loves the jug you know it i i love the jug and because it's so versatile but i still enjoy komoda the tailgater s um something it's always it's always going to be something with with uh, four doors because it I, is I, terrifying I, to ride in a car with you by the way <laughs> yeah i drive like an asshole it's a, i know <laughs> every time it's just like we're, we're gonna die. oh god we're gonna die yeah michael gets behind the wheel and it's full throttle redlining weaving in in and out of traffic yeah and then the the loop-de-loops you do yeah the loop-de-loops he does he'll (laughs) spin a 180 or he'll spin a a 360 or 180 Mm -hmm. and then back up and then j turn it doing 60 miles an hour on the highway he's a gearhead he loves cars If if it has a motor he loves it Except for a Prius. I'm going to put my own spin on this. Except for a Prius. I'm going to put my own spin on this last question. What mm-hmm. is your favorite thing and your least favorite thing about Sinister? Favorite thing is the way that they come together. It's the way that we come together and we plan, we formulate, we grow, and we build. We do things together. That's my favorite part. Um, and we're we're really one big family. We will kill somebody for each other. We'll take a bullet for each other. We'll take a charge for each other, and we'll do our damn best to try to get each other out of uh, out of custody before it's too late. And then my least favorite part is uh, shit. Just that we're we're all different time zones, and right that we're on at the at different times. Yeah, that does suck. We have a really good crew of when it comes to versatility. We got guys that are laid back and anal- analytic. We got guys that are up front, ready to rumble at any at a moment's notice. And ready then, to and rumble. We also, and, and we support each other, and even our guys that are ready to rumble at a moment's notice talking to you bobby um like he, he still will sit back and, and analyze with us and reason with us so that's that's my favorite but as far as my least favorite goes it's that um we're, we're not all around at the same time it's fair that is fair all right, guys, that brings us to the point of the show where if you want to ask your question live on the show, you need to be in the green room. Hello. Um, jump on in the green room, raise your hand, we'll bring you up. You can ask your question. You can uh, sing a song to Michael, whatever you want to do. Uh, you are more than welcome to sing to me. Serenade me. Serenade me. <laughs> he wants it, so come give it to him. Oh, I want it. That sounded dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, also, chat if you you got any questions, drop them in the chat. Uh, this is where we like to open it up to community questions. So, 
<clears throat> guys, I see you hanging out in a different room down there. Come in here in the stage room and raise your hand. <laughs> could just start pulling him over here, can't we? Yeah, um, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I could absolutely do that if I wanted to. I have the I power. <laughs> Yep, just raise them little hands up. We'll pull you up here. Here comes Bobby. He's gonna your watch. Uh oh. Oh, rah rah Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael. What are what is one time where you were utterly surprised? as sinister like someone did something and it just completely like threw you off guard or you're like wow he's thinking that way or he did that because we've had a lot of shocking moments within the organization yeah um it's gonna be when something happened and i was expecting obama to be like yeah fuck that guy let's go get him and he was like no wait <laughs> it ain't worth it let's take a step back and i was like bro He's growing up. To, I was like, bro, I thought you'd be down to like go murder somebody with me. <laughs> like, like, I'm really in the mood to murder somebody right now. Can we go do this? <laughs> He's like, let's wait. Let's bring it to the table. Let's bring it to, bring it to church and talk about it. And that's when I wanted to uh, go after Boogie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Bomb growing up. That botched hit that still worked out allegedly. Allegedly, no, no, it's not allegedly. You you admitted to it afterwards. <laughs> Double jeopardy. You, you absolutely did it. You psych, you little, you beautiful little psychopath. Uh, that's all I had. Y'all can kick me out of here now. Oh, I, actually, I didn't, I didn't do it. Yep. Get all out right. of here then. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, he came back. Okay, he's gone. Anybody else in the audience? It's like jumping in and out, like he's playing double dutch. Oh, I suck at double. Still got all of our people in the the chilling channel. Oh, don't ask me to start jumping. Mm -mm. Nope, jumping double dutch. I'll have a broken nose before I know it. <laughs> I know Alex has a question. Raise your hand. Don't be scared. Reach for the skies. Oh, all right, Woody, calm down. Reach for the sheriff in this town. This town's not big enough for the two of us. <laughs> Alex, are you here? Okay, come on up, Alex. What up? What did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael. Out of so, all of the scenarios we've been in, what is the most fun you've had? Running in the grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> Running in the grandeur was the most fun. Um, <laughs> it's the fun started with the first break check. Uh-huh. Um, whoever was on the moto bike got ran over by another cop because of that. That was good. <laughs> that was fun. And then that entire chase, I was waiting for the pit. I was waiting for it. We were going so slow. 
and then we made it up the side of the dam and I literally drifted the Granger sideways on the dirt roads, pulled out a gun and just let the blicky ring and I pushed him back enough so that we can get away. And it was like it was like it was like a movie moment. If I was recording and I didn't have the HUD, the heads up display, it would have been like I would have made a short out of that. Sounds very John Wick like. It was. He pulled it to the side and just. There's a there's a clip of it somewhere. Like literally, I drove up, veered to the right, and drifted it left at the at the top of the of the hill of the grade. And the cops were coming up, and all of a sudden, people are like, "Everyone's like, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And then just (laughs) boom, 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 and they were like, "Oh shit!" Like a gangster. (laughs) I even missed like a two. Couple uh, rounds, a couple rounds went into the city. A couple rounds went into the car, but it worked. <laughs> and then, and then we literally just peeled out of there. They didn't have a chance to get out and shoot back. It's, it was that move was more so just to push them back a little bit, just to create some distance. Yeah, push I thought back, they were gonna. Push them back. I was waiting. Back. For them that was that was quite fun. I kept looking in the mirrors, like, where are they? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where'd they go? It's like the night we were running from Marcher and they, they all had popped. I looked in the rear view and I'm like, Where'd everybody go? <laughs> That's hard, you know, with when you get all the head pops, it's like, wait, what do we do? Where'd everybody yeah. go? And so like the way that I learned to deal with that was actually when I was proving myself to Sinister and I hit the Vangelico alone. I was running on the crust, and I had popped right over on Power Street and uh, Del Perro Freeway, or whatever the entrance is right there, and uh, they all waited for me to get back, and they started running to me initially, and I think it was Sly. He was like, wait, 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 let him get on, and they let me get on, and, we, and the chase continued. We just picked right back up with it. I still mm-hmm. got away. You almost <laughs> have to, like, pause for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then be like, yeah. okay, go. <laughs> Even that's, though it's like really unrealistic. Ready, that's what go. Yeah, that's what they did that with, with me before too. I did that with Alex the other day too. They were running yeah. the car and they popped and the car poofed. And so he got back and I went and I stood by him and he was like, uh, was like five seconds. Ago, <laughs> Where's my car? Like, and then I was like five, four, three, two, <laughs> run. One. when i hit one he was on the roof of the house running and i was like one-on-one i got a foot chase (laughs) yeah i love those moments me too because like for us to just like grab you right there it would have it would have been so shitty right you fly back in and all of a sudden you're like handcuffed immediately yeah Mm -hmm. like that was through through no fault of your own so right like i could have let him grab another car and just kept it going or we could have just rolled with the RP and made the best out of the situation. Mm-hmm. It could have allowed me to steal another car. <laughs> I thought about that, but there were no <laughs> cars around. <laughs> I, looked, I looked up up and down Marina Drive, and there was nothing. Right, Morales goes over and commandeers a vehicle and then gives it to Alex. <laughs> Here. And then he starts counting. Here, five. let's finish this up. Or... Don't worry, I'm going to run for you. <laughs> it's not murder it's for a scene <laughs> it's not murder it's justice in the making justice 
Bree has a question, but she's too shy to talk. Uh, you can a- you can you can ask it in chat if you want to. Nobody has to come up. We'll make Alex ask it for you. Yeah, there Ooh, we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, huddle up like a football game. Blue forty-two. What's your question? Engage, engage, engage. Calm down. Are you a Trekkie? Hmm? Are you a Trekkie? Do you like Star Trek? No. Star Wars? Love it. Okay, I was going to say it's usually one or the other. <laughs> I've still never seen either. I oh, like Michael. What's that? Remember that scene when we were running from the cops in that little car that you were driving? And Bobby started playing the circus music. That was hilarious. <laughs> Okay. I, I picked one of the worst fucking cars. <laughs> but you know what? We got away. They got hair and yeah. we got away. That was funny. Dude, that was it was like driving circles, driving circles. <laughs> I swear we've done that a few times now. We have circus music. We've done it quite a few times. <laughs> It's fun, and the simple solution to that is box in the car. Or fit it. Mm-hmm. But it adds so much like comedy relief to a scene. Mm-hmm. It really does. When we're running, and when, when, we're, when we're running, and, and I'm driving, I'm in the zone, and I'm like heavy Auto breathing. Zone. Like, like heavy breathing, <laughs> reminding myself to breathe. I'm like, get away, get away, get away, get away. Get White away, knuckle in the controller. <laughs> I'm keyboard and mouse. Well, oh, okay. Carpal tunnel in your left hand because you got your W key pressed down so hard. Yep. <laughs> like it's going to make a difference. Yeah. It'll go faster <laughs> if I press it harder. <laughs> normally, normally it works at least. <laughs> Yeah, right. waiting up on the keyboard and the mouse, and like, right, we gotta get out of here. And, I'm, and I, I get really in the zone with that. And if if you watch my streams when I'm running, my camera is always moving. I'm never just looking straight ahead. I'm looking for another curve. I'm looking for a turn. I'm seeing how far behind us the cops are, or how close they are. Is it appropriate yeah. to to hit them with a brake check yet? I'm the worst at getting away from cops in a car. Here comes Arlo right on your ass. <laughs> oh my god. Arlo was such a pain in the ass. The one day it was me and Bobby. We and he sold the, the slowest car that you could possibly fucking steal. It went 121 with a tuner chip. Okay. That's what that's oh, when yeah, we, I remember. That, that's when we tapped the car and we were and he was like, Tag you're it. Tag you're it, yeah. And and we finally shook you in an alley. And and I go, Who's behind us? And Bobby was like, oh, it's just a trooper. And I was like, all right, this will be easy. <laughs> and that, that's the night I had to come out of my house mm-hmm. and uh, get you guys. I picked y'all, I picked y'all up again, yeah. or Bobby. It was just Bobby, yeah. I think. He jumped in with Alex, and I picked him up again. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're hard. It's really hard to run from you. <laughs> Until Bobby shot out his back tire. That was the luckiest damn shot I've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, if people want to yeah. train running, running from cops, they got to run from Arlo. <laughs> or Archer. 
Yeah, my problem, I always just go straight. Like I, I should be like turning and try to like lose the person. I always just yeah. go straight, and then mm -hmm. I, get I, I go straight for the highway. Don't do that. <laughs> I take advantage of the straightaways. You need to use the city as an example. Like make turns left and right. You'll lose them in alleyways that way. Alleyways, parking lots. I panic and I hit every single thing I could possibly hit. When I'm on a bike, every I'll, time. When I'm on a bike, I try to keep the chase at 80, 80 to a hundred. Um, you know, if it's only cars chasing chasing me, and I'll take my turns a little bit slower. When I'm in a car, um, I'll I'll keep the chase moving for a little bit. I'll try to keep it keep it over over that one twenty threshold, and then eventually, after a while, I'll heavily heavily accelerate on some sort of straightaway and then dump it down an alley or down a side street and i'll and i'll let them i'll let them overshoot it because it happens so frequently they'll either overshoot it or they'll try to take the turn and they'll slide into a pole or something i think i've even lost somebody on foot by just running and turning into an alley before hiding behind a dumpster yeah <laughs> the one day we were running and uh we dumped it but actually i think that was the day that we were running for me when you picked them up when mm -hmm. you guys picked up the car that we dumped i was only half a block away i was in an alley searching through dumpsters oh yeah i, I did i found the car but that's also where i found bobby and alex <laughs> <laughs> if you would have looked the other way towards the cluster of dumpsters you would have seen me oh man that sucks uh, I love a good chase, though. I really don't give a I, shit if you get away or not. <laughs> right, because it's, it's yeah. all about, like, have fun with it. Yeah. For me, it's not about catching people. It's about that yeah. uh, interaction with it, right? Because naturally, you'll catch them. So here's me, something I we like... didn't really talk about. Is the discipline it takes if your car is disabled as a criminal mm. to leave it. My it's rule... hard to do, but you kind of... You kind of have to, you have have to discipline. Know? I have a rule of thumb that I generally follow. Um, if I'm in a car, it's two pit maneuvers and I'll dump it if they're hard enough. If I'm in an SUV, it'll be three pit maneuvers. Depending on car crashes and whatnot. Just because if an SUV gets pitted by like a charger, it's, it's not going to be as much damage as if it was by, you know, another Explorer. Or if it was by a Durango or a Suburban, right? Mm -hmm. um, That's a good rule to follow. I, I try to stay strict to it. Of course, you know, situations vary. And scenarios vary. You know, if they only pit me doing 20 miles an hour, I'm not really going to think much about it. Right. But considering most yeah. of the pits are done at, you know, 80, 90, 100 miles an hour, that's that's getting tallied down. Hit me with one more pit maneuver, and at some point, like, I'm going to start slowing down, and I'm going to dump the car. RP Fuck discipline. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The cops could use that as their advantage because I don't see a lot of cops pitting, you know? No, it doesn't happen. It never, it hasn't happened to us yet as of recently. No. They, they could have. <clears throat> they really could have with that drink. Granger. Oh, yeah. But they well, didn't. I, I love a good pit. I get excited when I pull off a good pit. Like, oh, God, that looked good. <laughs> it's such a good deal. 
So the one spot where they didn't have much of a chance to pit us in the Grangers zipping through the hills. Because I was yep. focused on keeping control of the truck and they were focused on keeping control of their cars. And you and going through the hills like that, you only get such a small window to, to hit a good pit. You don't get much chance at all when it comes to that. But you know but you know I'm going north at that point. So get somebody stationed at the top of the hill or somewhere along that access road. Usually I don't even consider a pit in the hills just because it's almost like stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. I rely on just keeping up with them and keeping sight of them because generally if you keep sight of them through the hills, they're going to start panicking. They're like, Oh shit, this isn't working. So they'll either wreck out or they'll change their plan and they'll hit a straight and then you can go for the pit again. Yeah. Yeah. I see yeah. Baskin in the Twitch chat. What up, Baskin? Baskin. Don't mean to kick you out of here, Alex, but we have a couple <laughs> other people in the audience if you guys want to put your hands up, if you have questions. I'm going to kick you out of here, but get the fuck out. <laughs> All right. Kick me out if you want. <laughs> one of, you know what? One of my favorite things right now is the uh, is the RP that we're having with Billy Baskin. Oh man, so funny! So funny. It's, you know, we could have had a, a shitty day on the streets, but Billy comes around and we're like, "Hey, there's that stripper." We'll learn <laughs> He's something. the comic relief we all need. <laughs> yeah, he's that comic relief that that Big Red brought with Lessie. Yes. Yeah, I could totally see that. Lessie it's just was... funny how clueless he is too exactly it's the cluelessness and like the, what Leslie brought to us that that nobody else has really brought to us the same way is uh Leslie always had those like outrageous like one-liners goofy quips yeah what always kind had of something stripper to say. do you guys want male male <laughs> <laughs> and then we were actually trying to facilitate it and he was like oh shit <laughs> I wasn't serious guys <laughs> ooh Bree asked, uh, what is your favorite thing to do in the city? Um, it depends. If I'm playing Mor Morales, it's definitely going on calls and dealing, getting those interactions. Um, I also like, I, I enjoy diffusing uh, situations also. Because um, I just talk low and slow. Low and slow. It's hard to argue with Morales. It is, because he'll give so you... Hard. Is he'll give you an explanation one way or another, and he'll listen. Kill him with kindness. As Stephanie, as yeah. Stephanie, I find it hard to like trip was, him up at all. He was just telling Sly today. Most of these people that are going off just just they just want to be heard. Just listen to him for five minutes. Let him talk your ear off a little bit, and so like they don't so they don't feel alone. Let him let him feel heard. Like their thoughts and their concerns matter too. And like, I really do think that's it. the number one reason that people confide in Arlo so much because he's low and slow and he listens and he doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, he don't jump to conclusions and he, he treats everybody equally and fair across the board. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's Morales's big thing be respectful, be fair. 
you know, don't don't stir shit up if you don't have to. And then, like, my favorite thing to do with Michael is uh, robberies are fun. There's some the hacks are one of my, one of my, one of my favorite things to do, to do. I'm glad somebody likes because... them. <laughs> I hate that one. I hate that one fucking hack so much. (laughs) You do it in your sleep after that night, doing it over and over and over. I don't do it in my sleep. I have nightmares about doing it. (laughs) Um, and then like cooking in city is so much fun. Building cars is fun. It's been a pain in the ass lately with uh, not getting the email to the phone for the parts list. Yeah, but, that is kind of. Yeah, that has made I just it. I write it down on a piece of paper. I screenshot yes. it. I uh, I put it on uh, I type it in my notepad on my phone, but it, it really kind of kills a little, a little bit for me. It draws a, it draws out the interaction for sure. But uh, it just adds another step and makes it take so much longer because I'm like, because then I'm typing on my phone and somebody's trying to talk to me. And I'm like, hang on, I'm thinking about something. Like, like, or hang on, I'm making a mental note of this. It's it sucks, but like, it, it's okay though. It's not the end of the world, right? That's a that's a real nitpicky thing. Um, but yeah, other favorite things to, to do in city is just get together with the crew, open up the widow. I mean, I try to I try to make the the best out of every situation, and I try to have in a way like an equal amount of fun when i'm doing stuff so that i don't I think no matter what we're doing we always have fun yeah when you're in this michael yeah and uh church and uh family day again soon just go dick off (laughs) yeah definitely but even when i'm like just harvesting materials i'll put on some music or, or I'll start up a stream if I'm at the foundry or if I'm somewhere grinding. Like the one day I was uh, I was making ammo. And I was up at the am- ammo spot and I was streaming and I was like, you know what, before I start the stream, let me turn off my HUD. So I got rid of the minimap. I got rid of the thing that says the road you're on, the whole nine yards. And I just streamed like it was just like the fucking bench. Mm-hmm. And I had some music going and then people were hitting sound buttons and sound alerts and, and stickers in my in my stream. And that was and like. It maintained that level of fun. It took it from a grind and from work to this is what we're doing because this is what we need to do. Kept you entertained. Because mm-hmm. I made 100 yeah. pieces of ammo that day. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we are coming up on two hours and 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. say last call for questions. But while we're waiting on the last call for questions, I do want to open the floor up to you. Uh, this is your chance to plug your stream, the server, um, anything you want to plug. Uh, mm-hmm. I said something about your or about underwear last week, and, and Juan told us the color is one underwear, mm-hmm. but we don't have to get that personal. Um um, I don't wear gray sweatpants, but my my boxers are gray, so it kind of it kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, if if y'all want to, my stream uh, I stream on Twitch and Kick. The Twitch is uh, Mister Underscore Sticks, and the Kick is Sticks Gaming. Um, ooh, thank you. It. And then uh, I also have a link tree 
which has everything, and I don't even remember the name of the fucking link tree. I think it's just Sticks, Sticks Gaming. But uh, fi- find me on Facebook. It's Sticks Gaming. Uh, Instagram is Sticks Gaming with an underscore. Twitter is Sticks Gaming, and TikTok is what is TikTok? Is it Sticks Gaming yet, or is it still? <laughs> Your kick was Sticks Gaming, all one word. Yeah. There's a link linky for that. And then uh TikTok is blue moosh for blue, blue moosh. Blue chew? Yeah. <laughs> I take I a blue chew before I leave the house. <laughs> take a blue chew before I leave the house so I got so I could stay hard in these streets. Keeps my thighs from chafing. <laughs> Keeps my <laughs> pants off my thighs. <laughs> there you go. I threw my TikTok in the Twitch chat. Blue moosh. Um, yeah, it's so blue for police, moosh because it's my nickname, IRL, and four because that's the court district that I that I work in. Moosh is your nickname. All right, now I have to know where that came from. All right, so a long time ago when I was still in middle school, my sister's best friend just got braces, and she had the uh, expanders. She had the whole nine yards. She had everything except for headgear. And, uh, you know, at that time, everybody called me Mikey, but she couldn't pronounce K's. It, the K's always came out slurred, like an SH. So then she went from calling me Maishi to Mushi because it was just easier to say. And then I initially fucking absolutely despised it. I hated it with more passion than I could even think of. And then it grew on me, and people started calling me Mushi, and then now people call me Moosh. And, uh, yeah, it's just like it grew on me. It's been my nickname forever. For a while, it was one of my license plates on my IRL cars. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drive the, I've told you about the pickup truck that I had. The plate on it was Moosh. And then off a trailer hitch, I hung a uh, blue line flag. And then I had it was a silver truck with, with, um, all the chrome was blacked out. The windows were blacked out, so it was it looked pretty good. Oh hey, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm doing it back. Guess I, I was already following you. I just didn't notice your name. <laughs> oh so hey, my TikTok, for those. <laughs> For anybody that does go to my TikTok account, it started as one of those like cop of TikTok accounts. Um, ninety percent of my trap videos. videos. There's a few on there, but you know, <laughs> your, your your local little snack. Local little <laughs> snack. What's your uh, OnlyFans? You got to plug that too. <laughs> oh, that's after dark. Uh, okay. I, oh, I, that's in the green room. <laughs> you're right. I, I moved. I moved on from that. It's 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 Foot Finder now. Foot finder. Okay. There you go. Yeah, guys, you oh wanna you wanna hear that inside info you got in the green room. Also, after we wrap up live here, uh, we are going to pick next week's guest. So if you are not in the Discord, get your ass in the Discord and jump on into the stage with us and we'll all get together and chit chat about next week's guest. Um Go ahead. go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was about to say, Bask, and I see you saying that. I'm offering bundles 30% off for everything. 
<laughs> for both feet. <laughs> for both feet. <laughs> One toe at a time. <laughs> One toe at a time. Topping. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That brings me back to something. Okay. The toe thing. <clears throat> before oh. we go. <laughs> before we go. Um it's it's sock shoe, sock shoe for you. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> it depends on the day. Depends sometimes on the day. Sometimes sometimes when I want to fuck with people, I'll do sock then shoe, sock then shoe. So that I can honestly say that I did it. That that would so, totally fuck with me. That bothers me almost like so like, why would you just put up your socks and then your shoes? Literally, so that I'm not lying. And I've even done it once before where I did sock shoe, sock shoe shorts. <laughs> just so I could fuck with somebody. Oh, man. Okay. And the amount that it bothered them gave me so, made me laugh so much. It was worth it. It was worth the weirdness. I've I... done cere- I've done milk than cereal before. Oh. Oh. oh yeah. So milk Ooh. first, and then the cereal. Didn't it make a mess? No, it didn't make a mess. I just poured. You it don't get as it. much cereal that way though, because it just floats on top of the fucking milk. It was fruity yeah. pebbles. Yeah, you just push it down, and then you add a little bit more. <laughs> Sounds overcomplicated. <laughs> it was overcomplicated, but you know what? The yeah. amount that it fucked with somebody later in the day. Totally worth it. it. Totally, totally worth it. it. Um. <laughs> I'll do shit like that, like in the morning or even just throughout the day. And they're like, why are you doing it that way? Uh, Baskin. <laughs> over. Oh, yeah. OK. So is your toilet paper over or under? Um, I just put it however it lays because I use a bidet. So. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm clean. <laughs> I don't wash my ass. It's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> that TikTok we saw the other day. What the hell? Yeah. But. In all seriousness, I, I don't real. I don't pay attention to how my toilet paper rolls, uh, falls. You, so wait, you're like telling me that if you go in the bathroom and you, I'm gonna try to get this on camera and you have to grab toilet paper from the bottom like this, you're that you doesn't frustrate you? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you have to go I don't over. give a, it's an I don't over. I don't give a cinnamon toast friggity friggity flying fuck if it's over or under. Or oh, I, drive me nuts. I would fix it. Before I, I always fix I, it. I always I care fix about, it. What I care about is that nice, cool, refreshing stream of water. <laughs> <laughs> On a hot uh, day, man, that shit will make you feel like a new man. <laughs> do you use dude wipes? I do. I, feel I like love you're dude wipes. Dude wipes. <laughs> I love the aloe and menthol. <laughs> it tingles. <laughs> it tingles. Uh no, big rig. You don't have swamp ass all day. You just pat it dry with with a little with a little bit of toilet paper. How do you grab the toilet paper though? Mm. You just grab it wherever the fucking end is. You like grab it this? in the bowl, or like this. Uh, I, either way, I, I grab it at the top, and I just usually grab like two sheets. So you just go. Yeah, but I but I don't I don't crumple it. I'm not I'm not a fucking animal. So you fold I'm it. Not unhinged like that. Yeah, oh yeah, I fold it. You fold into it nice little down. squares. Yep. I, I um, just use one square and I poke my hole through the middle and then you just use the one square to wipe your finger off mm-hmm. when you pull it off your finger. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an economy man right there. That's a that's a military trick. <laughs> Basking things I didn't think I learned about Mike today. Surprise, we're opening up. 
<laughs> hey man, oh, there's man. no shame in being clean. I promote. I'll promote. A, I'll promote the fucking bidet that I bought right now too. I'll put the Amazon link right into the Twitch chat. Shiggy shooty, he washes that booty. <laughs> yeah, it's like a shower, but it's a controlled area. It's fantastic. Feels so clean. Like I feel dirty if I don't use one now. Um. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Can't say that I have a bidet. I don't. Yeah, I'm not fancy enough. Do you put your <laughs> pinky up while you're using it? I do. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. Usually, I give it a woo. Woo. How is this topic? How are we talking about this? Right now? I don't know, but that's a hell of a closing topic. Uh, I'm rolling with it. Yeah. Perfect. With that being said, guys, get your booties in the green room if you want to hear what uh, next week's, uh, who next week's guest is. Uh, I also want to remind you that uh, tomorrow this will be out on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. Um, again, make sure you jump in the Discord if you're not already here. You miss out on the post-show conversation and the guest choosing. Um Michael, thank you again for coming on this week. Uh, we hope you had a good time. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a lot of fun. Is there any, before we go, is there any wisdom that you would like to impart in regards to criminal RP? Yes. Don't take it so hard. It's not, right. never mind. I'm not going there. I was thinking that too. <laughs> It's it's a game, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. Um, he said it. All, he said it. We all found it. We all found it. I said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but in, in all reality, um, if you're really, really good at getting away, make sure that you're keeping everybody's RP in mind. Um, whether it's in getting away, starting the scene, shit talking, it's really easy to get lost in RP. And to get carried away, just be mindful of your of the actions, and uh, have fun with it. And always remember that once you fly out of the city for the night, it stays there. It should stay there. Absolutely. I'll go into the city right now, get into a shootout with thirteen different people, talk some shit, and then I'll go join a, a, a VC with them. Or play different games with them. Yeah, we'll go play yeah. Manbazoo, State of Decay, Rainbow Six, Counter Strike. You know, whatever the case is. You know, keep it all in city, have fun with it, and be mindful of each other. I think that's a um, one last note that I want to close on. I think that's a, a good thing to bring up. Is you know, we RP together pretty regularly, um, and and in doing so, we've built you know the sinister family and we've built a community even in you know even in my discord we've built a community and it's been refreshing to take a couple days and play some other games with one another and i think that that helps build a bond there too outside of the city which i think is is just as important as your bond in the city so um yeah because if you feel froggy play some other games go you know check out some other games mm-hmm. together i know a lot of people do already so but i, I think that makes a big difference and and one last thing that i also want to add about that wisdom is don't let it dictate your feelings in your life 
if you're starting to get irritated with it, take a step back for a couple of days, play something else, and refresh. Because at the end of the day, it is a game. We're all out here for the same reason. Mm-hmm. We're all, all of us are, we're all adults. We all have our own stresses. Um, this is where we're coming to have a good time and to decompress and relax. Yeah. And so being, and that's part of the reason that I play Michael and Lucas both so empathetic is because I don't want to cross that line with somebody, you know, it, it's going to happen eventually and nobody's perfect. Um, but if you're at least mindful about it, like it could just, it, it, it opens the doors for so many, so many great RP opportunities. Mm-hmm. We all have bad days. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has emotions and feelings and everybody loses, loses their shit. Sometimes just don't take it personally. If it's not personal. Word burger. Couldn't agree more. Well, well that's some good uh, wisdom to close out on. Very well said. Um, Josh and Sarah, I want to say thank you so much for having me. This was yeah, amazing. absolutely, man. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Yeah. We, we have a lot of fun with this. So, um, I, you know, good, good to have you. It's, it's always a good time. We appreciate you coming on, and uh, everybody get your asses in the Discord if you want to hang out for the green room. Uh, We're going to close down the the live session. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming by and supporting the live episode and uh, everybody that supports on the platforms after the fact with their the follows and the listens. Every little little bit helps to, uh, to get the word out there, and we really hope that people take some things away from these podcasts. So, um. We appreciate you guys. As I always say, take care of one another. Be good to one another and love one another. Just be a good person. Because why? It's not that damn difficult. (laughs) It's just not. It's really not. Just be a good person. Anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, We don't have anybody to raid tonight, it looks like. So we're going to just wind our own down for the night. And uh, we'll see you guys in the green room. Mm -hmm.